to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the Scottish case of Gordon and Scottish Criminal Cases Review Commission. The citation for this case is 2017 UKSC 20. Now this case has its origins way back in 2001, when Gordon had sex with a woman who then later claimed that she had been raped by him. Because of the law as it was at the time in 2001, Gordon did not get the chance to consult a solicitor either before or during the police interview. Furthermore, the semen that was recovered was not subject to DNA analysis because he admitted having sex with the woman, but claimed during the interview that it was consensual. When the case came to trial, Gordon did not give any evidence and instead completely relied on the recorded police interview. He was found guilty and sentenced to five years in prison. However, from a legal point of view, this case became more interesting after the decision in another Scottish case of Cadder and Her Majesty's Advocate, the citation for that case being 2010 UKSC 43. In this case, the Supreme Court held that Article 6 of the European Convention on Human Rights meant suspects should have access to legal advice before and during the police interview. Gordon tried to have his case referred to the Scottish Criminal Cases Review Commission with this in mind. The Commission did concede that a miscarriage of justice may have been possible because of the lack of evidence, however decided not to pursue the case in this particular instance because of two key reasons. Firstly, so much time had passed since the original um, crime had been committed and the conviction of Gordon. Secondly, Gordon himself did not dispute the interview and indeed relied on it when it came to trial. Gordon was obviously not happy about this and he brought a judicial review against this decision by the Scottish Criminal Cases Review Commission. This failed on its way through the Scottish court system and eventually moved to the UK Supreme Court where we are going to pick it up. In the judgement in this case, Gordon's case was also unsuccessful and there was a unanimous decision for reasons not dissimilar to those originally of the Review Commission. The justices of the Supreme Court began by noting that the accuracy of the police interview had never been disputed by anyone involved. It was certainly relevant that with no solicitor, things may have actually gone differently for Gordon, but this also meant that no analysis had been carried out on the semen taken from the scene. Furthermore, unlike other similar cases, the fairness of the way that the interview had actually been carried out was not challenged. Finally, we should take a quick look at the relevant legislation in this case, which is section 194C of the Criminal Procedure Scotland Act 1995. This speaks to a reference being made when it is in the interests of justice to do so, and the Supreme Court held that this test had been applied correctly by the Commission and was consistent with the relevant case law in this area. So a relatively short and simple case for us to look at this week but the analysis should prove rather interesting. I'm not sure it takes very much to see that this is a particularly bad decision by the Supreme Court and raises a lot of questions about their commitment to human rights and also their ability to interrogate the legal process generally. Remember that if the Supreme Court had found in favour of Gordon, the result would not have automatically resulted in his overturned conviction, 
but there would have been a review by the Criminal Cases Review Commission in Scotland that would have then made a decision on that basis. They could have taken into account all of the evidence and properly decided if there had indeed been a miscarriage of justice, which it was admitted throughout that there may well have been, even in the Supreme Court itself. With this in mind, surely it is in the interests of justice, as per section 194c, to actually take a closer look at this decision and investigate it fully. It's simply unbelievable that a person could be convicted with such heavy reliance on a single police interview. But the interview that occurred without legal representation as well, I mean, surely that's just absolutely awful, and feels like the sort of thing that would take place in somewhere like Syria. One of the issues that came up was that there was no DNA analysis carried out on the semen sample, but this could hardly be seen to be Gordon's fault. If anything, surely this is a failure of the legal system in general, rather than anything else, and is only an argument that makes it more likely that a review should occur in this instance. Another apparent problem was the time factor, in other words, that too much time had passed since the actual crime and conviction had occurred. But does that really seem like a relevant factor in this case, and a reason not to go back and review it? It's certainly true that the decision in Cadder and Her Majesty's Advocate has certainly changed the legal landscape in this area, but this change in the law is not reason enough to not review Gordon's case in this particular instance. Frankly, you don't need me to tell you how important human rights are, and especially Article 6 that is so closely linked to our concept of justice in the UK and Europe in general. Remember that the Human Rights Act was actually in force at this point, which is a relevant consideration and possibly another reason to take a look at this decision in Gordon's case. And again, even if Gordon does end up being unsuccessful, at least reviewing the decision shows that human rights are taken seriously and that there does need to be a proper commitment to due legal process. Well, thank you very much for listening to this podcast episode. Thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the music. Um, If you're interested in getting in touch or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Marcus Cleaver and also on YouTube where I'm at youtube.com forward slash Marcus Cleaver. Thanks most importantly go to you for tuning in and listening. If you do get a chance, make sure to go to iTunes to rate and review the podcast. That does really help. I'll be back with another case next week, but until then, bye!